0: Welcome to the Cruise News and Booze podcast. I'm Molly.
1: And I'm Caleb.
0: And this is Happy Hour.
1: Where we sit down, have a drink, talk about cruise shit.
0: <laughs> Change it up this week, huh?
1: Um, you got to keep it interesting. Got to keep people <laughs> on their toes. If we say the same thing every week, they, they're going to think that it's pre-recorded.
0: They're going to think we're professionals or something.
1: And that we don't do that intro live every single week. Hmm. Some weeks we practice it.
0: (laughs) Because I forget what I'm supposed to say. Make sure we get it right. (laughs) I don't say it every week.
1: Before we hit the record button. So here we are. Happy hour episode number 23. Nobody likes you when you're 23.
0: That was accurate about when I was 23.
1: (laughs) I don't think we have anything for 24. I'll have to think of something for next week.
0: We'll think about
1: it. And eventually we'll just get tired of (laughs) Moving on. This week for Happy Hour episode number twenty three, we've got something. uh, Should I say special? (laughs) Got something special for you guys this week.
0: I mean, I'm excited about it. It's gonna be a fun one. I'm I'm excited.
1: We intentionally made this one exciting between the two of us. So what we're gonna talk about today are our recommended best cruise ships that you should book in 2024. And the reason that this is kind of exciting is because we don't know what each person picked. Like, we don't know what each other picked. There's one, two, three, four, five, seven categories of, I guess, cruisers or type of travel that we think people would, would book this year. And we went through and we picked our recommended cruise ship for each one of those. And then when it comes time to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. And we're going to share why we picked those.
0: Yeah. It's exciting. Like Caleb said, I have no idea what he picked. He has no idea what I picked. I spent all afternoon hiding my list.
1: Yeah. Usually when we do like the planning <laughs> for the podcast, we we kind of sit down and do it together. But it's more interesting when we don't know what the other one's gonna say. Yeah. It creates more interesting dialogue, which I'm all for. Makes it uh makes it a little bit more fun. So as always, we're gonna kick it off today with some cruise news of the week.
0: Let's get into it. I got this nice white claw here to crack open that I keep calling a Trulies.
1: Yes, I was told we have trulace and I was given I was given a white claw. But it isn't a cruise news and booze yeti. So there's that. I am sipping on watermelon white claw hard seltzer this week. My wife told me I was fat. So she's making me drink. She's making me eat diet type food and drink white claws instead of.
0: My I didn't say you were fat. Not I'm Miller just saying Lights. with all of these cruises were going on, all of this cruise food. I want to be conscious.
1: Damn, that's watermelon of
0: uh, of our eating habit.
1: I don't know what I expected, but that is like liquid Jolly Rancher all up in your mouth.
0: Yeah, white claw used to be so subtle, and they're like. Did they Flavoring. change it? I, they must have because these are like super flavorful.
1: This is like for smack white in the mouth.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm happy with it. It tastes good. It's different, right?
1: Yeah. That is not.
0: That's not your typical white claw.
1: <laughs> that is not your typical white claw. Um. Anywho's, we are, again, cruise news. So let's get into cruise news for the week. I really like this first story. It's so fun. Um. And, and you have a lot of commentary to add it's to this. So, about I don't know
0: if fun is the right word. It is on the fun cruise line, though. Yeah, why <laughs> I
1: should keep my mouth shut when we're in public. So, Carnival, lols, always <laughs> Carnival, the fun cruise line. Carnival passenger this past week was asked to quiet down twice During a theatrical production on board. Do you remember what ship it was? I
0: think it was the Magic. Okay.
1: On board the Carnival Magic. Also,
0: I feel like it's always the Magic. I don't know why, but I feel like whenever we're talking about a Carnival ship, it's the Magic. It's because it's Magic. The Magic is disruptive.
1: But do they have any ship other than the Magic? Like, I think all of their ships, just the names sound the same. Yeah. Before starting the podcast today, I watched a, a short video of the Disney Wish backing into a pier.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: I don't know if it was recent or if it was old, but oh yeah, I just God. saw that and I was like, oh, and I didn't have time to look into what it any further to see if it was if it happened today. We'll
0: update you next week. And then that. we just
1: watched Carnival digitally smash a champagne bottle into it. a ship. <laughs> into a, anyways. All right. So Carnival Passenger was asked to quiet down twice during a theatrical production on board the Carnival Magic. Said Passenger decided he didn't want to quiet down He decided to turn around and smash his cocktail glass into the face of another passenger and proceeded to beat the guy during the show. Like the person that was like, hey,
0: please quiet down.
1: Could you shh during the show was going to get help from a cruise line employee and the passenger was like, nope.
0: And smashed some of the cocktail glass. So. So instead of being less disruptive as he was asked, he proceeds to be more disruptive.
1: And I'm guessing it was glass, like glass glass. Yeah. Which is not very common on cruises, I was it was like say, guess. It's
0: shocking. I'm shocked Carnival doesn't have just like I red they, solo cups. I, was say, I
1: thought they gave everything out in red <laughs> solo cups on carnival, carnival ships. <laughs> I didn't know that they knew what glasses were. The guy that asked him to hey, would you please keep it down? Ended up getting 19 stitches for cuts on his face from this dude's rampage of a smash the glass on this passenger's face. Now,
0: was he drunk?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know. It didn't say that he was drunk or not. I'm sure booze had something to do with it. Like,
0: yeah. Clearly there was booze in that cocktail glass what, what cruise, before it got yeah, smashed.
1: And who would choose to just, hey, I'm going to break this glass over your face. Yeah.
0: I mean, unless he has booze. some serious. Yeah. Wow!
1: So the guy pled guilty to assault with a dangerous weapon. AKA,
0: what started out a cocktail glass.
1: What started out as a fun, family-friendly family vacation descended into. Uh, don't look at the other ones, but
0: descended into madness.
1: Yeah, you can read that that cruise news story off there. All right, Molly says she can't read my handwriting. So. Another Carnival news. Oh, no. This one's not that bad. This one, this one's actually uh, I was like, oh, okay. So Carnival uh has put another ship on order. This one's due in 2027. It's gonna be the sister ship to their newest ship, the Jubilee. This is being built by Werft in Germany. And the cool thing about this shipbuilder that's building this ship for Carnival, they're also building the Star of the Sea.
0: Oh, so there are busy little bees over there.
1: Busy bees, um, yeah. I just thought that was kind of uh, cool because this that that cruise news story kind of queued up what I want to talk about before we get into the bulk of the episode today.
0: And I just want to say something real quick that I don't. I guess I have never thought of before. Is that I guess you don't think about these cru- these crew builders making ships for different cruise lines, right? Like you kind of think like they each have their own at least in my mind. That's how that works. But it's interesting that they all kind of come from the same place in a way.
1: They're not um, exclusive. No. Yeah. To, to one particular cruise line. I mean for the hundreds of cruise ships that exist in the world somebody's got to build them. Yeah. And I don't think that building a cruise ship is just like a hobby one picks up over a weekend
0: no you never thought about just being a cruise ship builder just randomly
1: i mean there's a lot of things that i would do if i was a cruise ship builder like there's a (laughs) lot of things that i would fix about a lot of these cruise ships um but no to answer your question no (laughs) i I don't daydream of just building a cruise ship while i'm at work and thinking this would be a much better way to spend my weekends than how i choose to do it now
0: seems stressful
1: Um, it seems, yeah, I guess stressful would be a word. It seems like a very expensive and like what happens if you put a hole in the wrong place and the ship doesn't float? Like, I know it isn't as easy to mess (laughs) it up as that, but still it's like,
0: it just immediately sinks on the first (laughs) (laughs) sailing.
1: All right. But that, what is that, what that is leading into is I want to talk about a little bit, just the cruise industry as a whole. And we got on this topic was it earlier today or, yeah, or the just other started day? Yeah,
0: we talking about it.
1: These ship or these cruise lines that continue to order new ships means that the industry is very much in a boom right now. Oh, yeah. And I think that demand is increasing day over day.
0: Yeah, it's crazy that Royal Caribbean, like they just released Icon which is now the biggest ship in the world. And now they're also launching Utopia, which is also a gigantic ship, yeah. just months later. This is crazy. I don't, I've, don't remember cruise ships launching more than one ship in a year.
1: Well, and they have the Star yeah. out there on order. Yeah. That's coming in 2025. Seven. They've got a third Icon Class ship on order that's not been named. And they have the 7th? Yeah, the Oasis class ship that's quote unquote ordered. I mean, like they haven't started production on it yet, yeah, but, but it's, it's ordered. It's coming. I don't know what their numbers are, but I mean, like Royal Caribbean has the capacity to carry tens of thousands of people every week. Could be, could even be a hundred thousand. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, just Oasis class ships, there's six of them this summer. There'll be the six of them that are out. And I mean, those are carrying 6,000 people each. That's 36,000 people a week, just that.
0: And the crazy thing, too, is when you're on cruises now, it just feels more crowded because we've sailed on the Oasis class of ship for years. And for so long, we were like, wow, these ships never feel crowded. Like, you know, you don't think you're on there with this many people. But then we got to Wonder.
1: It was a Wonder last
0: year, and it felt really crowded. And I think it's because. These ships weren't really sailing at full capacity for a long time, and now they are, and you can kind of tell the difference.
1: Yeah, demand is, I mean, demand is increasing, and there's lots of people taking cruises, and I know this sounds very like, no shit, Caleb, like that's why they build the <laughs> ships, and that's why they sail them because <laughs> a lot of people take them. But what I just mean is my everyday life, you know, I very – rarely before covid did i ever encounter another person that was on that that were was a cruiser outside of yeah. being on a cruise it was like i don't want to say a rarity but it was it was not very common for you to talk to somebody and they'd be like yeah we like to cruise at, for our vacations it seemed like that, that wasn't the way that people were vacationing right and we lived in florida like we lived by the freaking cruise ports yeah it was so easy and now we don't live in florida anymore it seems like I meet more people in my everyday life today that are taking cruises than I ever met pre-COVID.
0: It definitely seems like it's the trend right now and it's the thing to do is to cruise. Like it's, it's the way to vacation at this time. And I think part of it, like we were kind of talking about earlier, is I think a lot of, you know, millennials who were taken on cruises as kids, as I was, are, you know, growing up, they're going on cruises now. I brought you on your first cruise. You never cruised before. Nope. And I think it's them either, you know, bringing their significant others or bringing friends, telling friends about it, and it's kind of causing this boom now.
1: So it was, like, the best-kept secret.
0: And it was cheap for a long time.
1: Well, it was the best-kept secret that cruising was the way to vacation. Yeah. It just made financial sense
0: because you didn't really know too much about cruising no right like you didn't know much about it and then you did one you're like wow this is great
1: but we i think we can we continued to do them because again the cost it was it was a cheaper way to go about cruising
0: about traveling
1: oh yeah about yeah a cheaper way to go about traveling but as demands picked up and even though we feel like these cruise lines are building ships they're releasing bigger ships more frequently i don't think that supply meets demand yet I think there's more demand than there are ships to carry these people and because of that what we used to feel was a deal on a cruise ship almost doesn't exist anymore yeah I mean I think our first cruise for our honeymoon was like 1500 bucks for at that time it was like the ship yeah to go on yeah for a balcony And I recall going on numerous cruises for less than $1,000 for the two of us for a week. Yeah. And now it's like those don't exist anymore. No. Like the deals aren't, they're just not around. That's because ships are sailing at fuller capacity. There's more people trying to get on them so they can fetch a higher price point. And I mean, just doing research today, I saw that Royal Caribbean updated its financial guidance for 2024, which is like, hey, we're going to make more money than we thought we would.
0: Yeah, which is I mean it's amazing for them.
1: It's great to see the industry is healthy. It's great to see that people are going on cruises, but god damn it, like
0: I like it want, at half yeah, capacity. <laughs> I want to
1: ship to myself. I don't want to spend <laughs> what I have to spend nowadays to get on a ship. And I mean, just as we cruise, like the deals are not thousand dollars or two thousand dollars anymore. They're two, three, four thousand dollars. That's a deal cruise now. Yeah. That's, that's insane. It's crazy. Not to say that we have any intentions of stopping anytime soon, but I could see a day where if it continues to go at the rate that it's going, where cruising may not be the value vacation that it once was.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And and that could potentially mean just less of them a year. You may not be able to take as many. Right. So that's what I have to say about the, the cruising industry for today and, and again that kind of was just built on the fact that Carnival ordered that other ship I thought hey that makes sense and when I combined it with just what we felt while shopping for cruises or doing research for cruises or going on cruises is that it's a lot more expensive to do it than it was pre-COVID and everything's more expensive so I'm not trying to say you know, back in my day, right? Like I'm not trying to be. No, it's just an everything's going boomer. up.
0: And it's kind of on them too. I mean, because food prices go up, uh, fuel prices, things like that, their prices for everything is also going up, as well as demand. So it, it becomes noticeable.
1: But I don't give a shit if the company makes money. <laughs> it's not my job. My job <laughs> is to go, have, go fun have fun on the cruise. <laughs> All right. So getting into what we're here to talk about today, and again, that is our recommended cruise ships to book in 2024. And we wanted to do this one because there are a lot of ships out there now. And we really wanted to try to help for anybody that may be listening that uh, hasn't gone on a cruise yet, or they don't know what ship is right for them. We kind of wanted to break it into, again, I've got seven different categories of cruisers or the types of vacations that people may want. And these are our recommendations for each one. So, We'll talk about the types of vacations that we think people are going to take in 2024. And then we'll share the ships that we picked for those vacations. And then we'll give some commentary as of why we picked those ships. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So the seven categories or classifications of types of vacations we are thinking that people are going to be taking this year. uh, The first one we've got listed are going to be cruise versions. So those are like first-time cruisers. So people that maybe are hopping on the bandwagon, they're seeing the hype. Maybe they've seen some marketing from Royal Caribbean or Virgin Voyages. They're killing it right now in the the social media marketing game, and they thought, "Huh, maybe this cruise thing is for me." And if that's you listening, we welcome you to the cruise industry. We hope you enjoy your time here. Don't leave your kids unattended. <laughs> don't put. Uh, don't, don't try to hold. Pull chairs at the pool deck.
0: Don't jump off a cruise ship.
1: Wash come. your hands before you eat at the buffet. And don't jump from balcony to balcony. Yeah. Don't do it. Those are
0: like the basic it's basic. Yeah, basic rules. To 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 it's not good. It never ends well.
1: All right. So the next type of vacation we've got is what we're calling the best bang for your buck. That means this is a cruise line that we think is going to give you the most value for the dollars you're going to spend. We got a section for families. We've got a YOLO section. So the YOLO section is like a, they. there's no budget. Let's ball hard. Let's go the biggest and baddest that we can do. Um, we've got the cheapest getaway. Again, everything's more expensive. So we wanted to pull out what we could find as the cheapest getaway without you suffering on that cruise. We've got child-free and the hottest trends.
0: I I think any of these could be good for first time cruisers. Like if you're a first time cruiser listening to this, any of these can apply to you, whether you're looking for a cheap vacation, a kid free vacation, a family friendly vacation, they can all apply to you. See,
1: I don't feel that way, though, because I think if it's your first cruise, it needs to be a really good experience. I agree. Because if you have a bad experience on your first cruise, you're not going to come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, As much as that helps us deflate and deplete the supply for the cruise industry, maybe we can get cheaper cruises. I kind of want people to have a good time.
0: I want them to have fun.
1: And I want them to keep coming back.
0: And listening to our podcast.
1: Yeah. And we may meet some cool people out there.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So let's hop into the first vacation category. Let's do it. And that is going to be Cruise Virgin. So Molly, what cruise ship did you pick? Rated as your top pick for Cruise Virgins to go in in 2024.
0: So the one I picked, I had a really hard time with this. I was kind of stuck between two, to be completely honest. Okay. I can mention the other one if you want. Sure.
1: Because I've got some that I've got honorable mentions for.
0: Okay. So the one that I picked for my top pick was the Celebrity Ascent.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: Which really shocked me when I... Because I really sat down and thought about this. The reason I picked this one is because... We had a really good experience on Celebrity, on the beyond. The Ascent is the new newest ship uh, from them. But I picked this because it's a very classy ship. You're gonna feel elegant the minute you get on there. It was very consistent and high end. So I feel like you'll feel like you got your mon- money's worth. And the ship was extremely easy to navigate. So I feel like it wouldn't be overwhelming As one of the mega ships for your first cruise. You'll be able to find everything. And I feel like it was a good cruise experience. To the effect that everything that you'd want in a cruise was there. The shows. The food was good. The entertainment. Everything was just really good about it. So I feel like that's a safe choice for a first time cruiser. I think they would have a great time.
1: So I hear everything you're saying about Celebrity. We had a really great time on ours. Yeah. And we, I don't, I mean, there isn't a whole lot about it that was really just bad. And for those of you that check out our YouTube videos, the videos where we shit on the cruise lines are um, critiquing videos are typically the ones that have the most views so i think people love it when we just bash the cruise lines people are like when are
0: you gonna release that one that
1: one's coming out
0: it's
1: (laughs) depending on when you listen to the podcast it may already be out but as of recording today in late february it's not out just yet it's coming it's recorded we're we're editing it it's it's in the pipeline to to be released so there isn't a lot that could go wrong with that and i understand where you're coming from there
0: Do you want to hear my second choice?
1: Let me tell mine. Okay. And then you can go to your honorable mention. Gotcha. Okay. I actually feel that Celebrity would be a terrible first cruise. Really? And the reason I think that Celebrity would be a terrible first cruise is that that is not the reality of most cruise ships.
0: That's true, I guess. And
1: depending on your age and what you're looking for. It could be great. It could be terrible. I think about myself, and i if I was to take my first cruise again today, which one do I think I would have the most fun on? And I actually picked the Wonder of the Seas. Really? So I picked the Wonder of the Seas because um, Royal Caribbean consistency.
0: That's valid.
1: Chances are that nothing's going to go bad on that cruise. You're going to have a good experience. Not great. It's going to be good. And there's so much to do. There are water slides, zip lines, basketball, mini golf, flow riding, laser tag down in Studio B. There's just unlimited things to do on that cruise.
0: Yeah. There is something kind of for anyone on that.
1: Aside from their entertainment being really shitty on that particular sailing, (laughs) I, but I also don't know if it's your first time cruising, if you would you may not, realize that it's bad. Yeah,
0: you have nothing to compare it to.
1: You may not even care or think about that not being that great. The food on that ship is decent.
0: Yeah, you have not, a lot of options.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of options. Correct. Lots of options. And that's one thing that I don't, I think we take for granted on Royal is that there's so many different places to eat and not a lot of other cruise lines offer that for you.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: (coughs) So that's why I picked Wonder of the Seas because I feel like if it's your first time cruising, if you go on that cruise, you're going to be like, holy shit, this was amazing. What else is out there? Yeah. And my fear would be if you went on the Celebrity Ascent for your first cruise, that don't be looking at my other ones. (laughs) I see you trying to peek. (laughs) I feel like you would walk away relaxed, and you would have had a great experience. But I think you may have questioned: Is it worth doing that for seven days straight again? And All you right. may not come back.
0: That's valid. All right. So what for was your honorable mention? My honorable mention was Anthem of the Seas.
1: See, I would pick that over the Ascent. And yeah, you can argue with me, right? I
0: don't. I don't care. It's your personal you, preference. Yeah. I think Anthem, I picked it because it's a little bit smaller than the Oasis-class ship, so it might be easier to navigate for a first-time cruise.
1: It wouldn't be as overwhelming as the Wonder or any Oasis-class ship would be.
0: Yep, but it has a lot of really great amenities on it. It has the iFly. It has the bumper cars. It's a really fun ship, so I think that would be a really great option for a first-time cruiser.
1: And I, and, I, and I don't want to say I struggle with this because I came to that conclusion pretty quick of which particular one, but any Oasis-class ship, I think, could fit inside of this Cruise Virgins vacation. Yeah. And it would be a good experience. I just, I don't think you would, they would leave, like, empty.
0: Yeah. You're right. There's something for any, everyone uh, on them.
1: Anything else you want to add to defend your Celebrity Ascent decision or...
0: I mean, I like Celebrity. It's a great There's cruise no life. martini bar on Royal. Okay. But I think
1: for your first cruise, I think you're you're thinking of uh, pina coladas, yes. pools, suntan Sun, oil, sunburns, colorful, where we go in. This may be my first time being out of the country. You may be more interested in the ports that you're going to versus the ship. Yeah. And I think the ship is just an added thing. And with the Oasis class ships, it just it'll never be It'll blow mind. your
0: mind for sure yeah.
1: i think after like five plus cruises i think you're at the point where you're ready to uh step up to the celebrity line and go for the relaxing the cruise yeah. versus the you know all gas no brakes yeah all right see <laughs> was that much more fun to not know each other's picks? We started planning this episode and talking about it and like literally into the first one, I was like, nope, we're going to talk about it live with what each one of us picked to see how our opinions differ. All right, moving on to the next topic. That is best bang for your buck. Now this is, we dug through all the cruises to find, okay, what's the price Versus the value and where do we think if you're looking for the best bang for your book, you're going to find it.
0: All right. I want you to go to first this time.
1: All right. You ready for this? I'm ready. So best bang for the buck. I actually picked the Celebrity Summit.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Okay. So the reason I picked this ship is it is an older celebrity ship. I think it was built in like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. It's
0: been but right. it was
1: refurbed a few years ago. Again, to all of the points of why you picked the celebrity ship for your cruise, Virgin's choice, the consistency, the experience, just everything in a whole. But what what chose this one for me, which may which made me go, oh, this is it. This is the one for this one. You can find a seven day Alaska cruise for like two to four hundred bucks a person on the Celebrity Summit. Wow,
0: that's a good deal for Alaska.
1: Uh, well, Alaska. And it's Celebrity. Yeah, so even though celebrity. it isn't going to have the the newest amenities like the Edge class ships, such as the Ascent or the Beyond, if we, if Celebrity is consistent across their entire fleet, when it comes to food, beverage, entertainment, the experience, for two to four hundred bucks for seven day cruise, man, that is a hell of a deal. Yeah.
0: No, you're right.
1: I don't know much about that ship other than that, but I just thought, man, for that price, seven days, celebrity experience. Even if there's nothing to do on the ship, that's still a a good use of four hundred bucks per person for seven days.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's an amazing deal. Yep. I have a good deal for my cheapest getaway,
1: but Okay. I don't I'm looking have forward that. to that. <laughs> I don't think you'll ever guess what my cheapest getaway is. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh no. Ooh-hoo. Scared. Yeah.
0: All right, so for my bang, your best bang for your buck, um, I picked a new cruise ship. Uh-oh. I picked Sun Princess. Okay. Because for a brand new ship coming out, their prices are surprisingly reasonable
1: if they don't cancel your sailing.
0: If they don't cancel their sailing, but I was looking at some of their future pricing on their ships and it's anywhere for, from like $600 to $800 for a week. For a week? which is not bad for a new ship.
1: Does that include anything though?
0: So the great thing that I saw they're offering is their Plus and Premier packages. And I think this is a great bang for your buck because not only are you getting a good deal on your base cruise fare, right? You're also getting the option to pick the Plus or Premier. So if you don't know what that is, the um, Princess Plus package is where you get a drink package up to a certain price. You get one night specialty dining, your um, gratuities, and I think you get one um, device Wi Fi. And there's a couple other little benefits too. Premier, you get their really nice drink package. You get two nights specialty dining. You get, I think, Wi Fi on like four different devices. The gratuities, a bunch of other stuff with Premier. You get the, um, they're all a la carte restaurants. It's a really great deal if you want to have it all and get it for a great price.
1: Now, why the hell didn't we book it for that price? Why did you take <laughs> me for a much higher price than that? You know. So, well, the premier package would add 560 bucks to that. So what was your base cruise fair price?
0: Uh, the base, the cheapest I saw it for was like 600 and some.
1: So you're looking at like 1200 for a week.
0: Yeah, but that's with everything. With everything, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, for everything, and that's when when I think of bang for your buck, I think of getting everything you want for a reasonable price.
1: But I think I could add the beverage package onto my Celebrity Summit sailing for. Oh, I'm sure you like could. another two fifty three hundred.
0: Yeah. So you won that
1: one. I, there's no winner or loser. <laughs> I think this is two different perspectives,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, your I think your chances of having. I guess if I think better bang for the buck, the celebrity ship is going to have more amenities and more modern things compared to the summit because the summit is old as shit. Yeah.
0: It's
1: like 20 plus years old at this point. So I think the Sun Princess at that price point would probably be a better bang.
0: Yeah. Because you're going to get more. Correct. For that.
1: All right. Next category this is families. Which we know nothing about.
0: We don't have a family.
1: We have dogs, but they don't go on the cruise ship with us.
0: I think we should r- specify families with kids.
1: Families with kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I thought that was obvious <laughs> with families. This, I, I mean, we did a cruise with our families. We do cruise with our families, but not yeah, kids.
0: Not kids. So, do you want me to take this one yeah, first? Knock it out. All right. So, surprise me. My choice was utopia of the seas okay it's not out yet but my reason for picking this is what doesn't that ship have (laughs) it has literally everything on it it but the thing with utopia specifically is that they do quick getaways so if you just want to do three or four days with your kids test it out i think utopia is a great way to go Pretty much every sailing they do goes to Coco Cay, which is so many options for kids there. Um, Utopia seems really kid-friendly because they have the playscape, which they also had on Wonder. They have the slides, the flow rider, the rock climbing wall, the zip line, everything imaginable for kids. They have it, and I think it's a great way for families to spend time together Or if you just want to test it out, it's a great way to do that as well.
1: So, I I would agree. I think Utopia was built for families. Yeah. I don't see Utopia as being a cruise ship for us. Partially because we've done every other Oasis class ship, pretty much. Yeah. And I'm oasis out. (laughs) But... I think a three or four day cruise is just
0: toy totally on the top. Yeah. But I think, like I said, for families, if you only have a weekend to get away, this may be the option for you.
1: I mean, it's a great choice.
0: Okay. What's your choice?
1: Families. Um, But I actually picked, are you looking at my notes?
0: No, I can't read your writing.
1: Good. By design. <laughs> it's called Code cryptic code.
0: It's called um, a scribble.
1: <laughs> it's cryptic code. Don't make fun of me. I picked Symphony of the Seas. Okay. Do you have any idea why I picked that? Not really. The reason that I picked Symphony of the Seas, right? So when I think about families, I think about it's either one of your first cruises, because it's probably been a while since you've been on one. Because usually you don't take a little tiny baby on a cruise. Right. So, when I think of families, I think of families with kids five, six plus years old. Okay. Right? And so, that means it's probably been a little bit while while since you've been on a cruise. Okay. If you have little kids like that, you may be worried about safety.
0: Okay. You
1: may be thinking, are some of these ports safe that we're going to? Is there something for my kids to do at these ports? Or... Is every port stop going to cost me a $1,000 to keep the kids entertained for the day? The reason I picked Symphony, and it's the same exact reason we went on it, it goes to Coco Cay and Labadee.
0: Ah.
1: So you get to experience both of Royal Caribbean's private islands on that cruise, which is, one, guarantees safety. Yep. I, okay, maybe not guarantees, but it is a hell of a lot safer than just mostly, randomly roaming mostly around Nassau, <laughs> right? Or Cosmo, and you can the kids can spend the entire day and be entertained, and you wouldn't have to spend a penny. You could, and the kids will try to convince you to, but you could do it for free, especially if you booked like packages on the ship, like beverage packages. Those work on the islands. I love that Royal Caribbean does this. I mean, I would be down for an all-private island cruise.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think
1: that would just be fantastic.
0: Yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat.
1: And that that, that symphony to Labadee and Labity, Haiti, and Coco Cay is like one of the closest that we've ever experienced to an all-private island cruise.
0: Yeah. So I think the moral of the story here is Oasis-class ships are great for families with kids
1: <laughs> well so i i really was i struggled between symphony and I sh- and harmony gotcha and i didn't want to pick wonder because i'd already picked wonder yeah and oasis is in like spain or something and allure is only doing a couple day cruises and i think ah you know for families let's give them a whole week away let's not shortchange them see i
0: think less time because i think they may want to test it <laughs> out and see how the kids do could
1: be but when i i struggle between symphony and harmony because they're very similar ships if you closed your eyes or if you just looked at pictures without me telling you which ship is which, you probably wouldn't be able to tell.
0: Yeah, those two are pretty similar. There isn't
1: a whole lot of difference behind them, but the one that pushed Symphony over was the 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 labity and Coco K. Yeah,
0: makes sense.
1: All right, moving on. The YOLO category. <laughs> YOLO, for all of those that out there that don't know what that means, that means you only live once. My motto in life, it's only money. You can always make more. In this category, we're talking about how can we turn it up to 11?
0: If money is no object.
1: All right, so I want to preface this. Uh Uh-oh. That initially, I sought out to find the most expensive cruise I could find. But then I realized the most expensive cruise that I could find was the the Ritz-Carlton luxury yachts. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about them. And so, I'm like, oh, I can't throw it out there as my recommendation that you should take this. But I'm just saying, like, their seven-day cruises were, like,
0: $20,000. I got you beat, then.
1: All right. <laughs> I'm worried about what you pick Now, that's just for an interior room. Okay. I didn't price out anything higher than that. Gotcha. But what I ultimately decided on was because, again, I thought through, if it was me taking this cruise and money was no object, YOLO... Go hard. I chose the Virgin Voyages Resilient Lady in the Rockstar Suite. <laughs> Resilient Lady is the newest of all of their cruise ships.
0: Yeah,
1: We've been on the Scarlet Lady. It was an amazing cruise. I could only imagine how much better it would be with that level of experience.
0: Do you? What do you get with that?
1: I'm guessing they... I'm guessing Richard Branson comes in and cuddles you at night and puts you to sleep. <laughs> that's my guess. I, I don't know what all is included. And I don't even price it out. I just know that that's their top tier offering on these ships. And I'm sure if you're spending that kind of buck that they're going to let you do it. I, hell, you probably could even drive the ship if you really want to.
0: Oh, I'm sure.
1: Because they're, it's not cheap. No. I don't know what the price is, and I don't know. I may have beat you.
0: How much was it? I
1: don't know. I just told you I don't oh, know what the price Oh, you said you is.
0: didn't know what the
1: price is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, And I may have beat your price. I don't know what you have listed there. But, <laughs> but this is a cruise that... Me- this is a cruise that you would feel like you're on your own yacht. Yes. The room, the size of the room, I'm sure the amenities that come along with it. I just, I really think that that would be... Like feeling like a freaking king.
0: I'm sure it would. Yeah. It sounds incredible.
1: Did you find anything out about it? No. Oh, okay.
0: I'm looking at mine.
1: Oh. All (laughs) right. So uh, entertain me. What did you pick for the YOLO category?
0: All right. So I picked the Norwegian Viva, which is their current new ship. Okay. But I picked the Haven Three-bedroom garden villa for who, the low, low price. But
1: who are you inviting to need three bedrooms?
0: It doesn't matter. This is my YOLO cruise. Okay. It has hot tubs. It has it has everything. It has a tiki ho- over your hot tub. What doesn't it have?
1: I mean, that's kind of cool.
0: It's $44,000, which is casual, you know, for a cruise. $44,000. It's fine.
1: <laughs> $44,000 <000 laughs> for... A three bedroom garden villa. Garden villa.
0: Yeah, and you get all the Haven amenities. You get a butler. I mean, you get everything. And what's the you size? Hot tubs. It's like it's uh six thousand square feet.
1: Oh, the room is six thousand square feet. Yeah. I just don't Wait. understand.
0: Yeah, it sleeps up to eight people, so you can bring your friends. If you want to be a good person, you know.
1: All right, so I did some research. Uh-oh, because I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to leave our listeners wanting for more. So the Mega Rockstar quarters on board the Resilient Lady. Okay, it's twenty two hundred square feet. So you get your own private lounge.
0: Okay, yeah, you get that too
1: at the right? event. Okay, you get a daily bar tab. Okay. which you get whatever drinks you want. It says within reasonable limits. I'm guessing yeah. that means don't rack up thousands of dollars. You're probably good to go. Yeah. Unlimited spa access.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: they do complimentary transfers. They go and pick you up from wherever you're at and bring you to the ship.
0: Okay.
1: You get your Mega Rockstar Agent, which is your butler. Yeah. In essence. Uh, bottomless in-room bar. So your in-room and suite bar. Uh, is whatever you want. Yep. And uh, of course, you know, they give you Wi-Fi. You know, mean, why not? You know. Why wouldn't they give so you how Wi-Fi? how much
0: was it, though? Still don't know. Um,
1: I'm going to go try to find. Let me go find one real fast. You want to share a little bit more about yours?
0: I mean, it just is beautiful. What more can I say? It's got outdoor terrace, spacious living room, hot tubs, private dining area, three full baths, and a half bath. I mean, this is for, obviously, if you have a lot of people.
1: Mega Rockstar quarters fifteen thousand per person for four days. Oh no. How long is your cruise?
0: I mean, my cruise is fourteen days. So And it was forty four
1: thousand. Forty four thousand. Yeah, I have definitely got you beat per day.
0: That's that's a lot.
1: And again, the Ritz Carlton ones. Per
0: person? This one fits yeah. eight people. Yeah, That, that was, was per for person. the room.
1: Yeah, per person for a double booking. The uh Good the Ritz Carlton ones were just absolutely insane yeah. i don't know what the hell that they're doing i could only imagine what it is and what they offer you there but i just didn't know enough about the ritz carlton so i couldn't go that route but that's yeah. what i had originally looked at <laughs> that's funny and they're like small ships they don't have very many rooms there's not a lot of passengers on it like it's just it's it's just a luxury super super high-end luxury getaway and they're like newer to the game
0: yeah i haven't really heard much about them
1: maybe one day we'll uh, we'll get to go maybe so moving on To the cheapest getaway. So this is, man, I don't know what parameters you put on yours, but I thought if I'm going to attach my name to this, I am not going to put some (laughs) Margaritaville shit or Bahamas Paradise. I even would not even do a carnival one for this. But I found what I think is a hell of a deal. Did you? Yeah. I'm excited. So you go first.
0: All right. So I found for my cheapest getaway, the MSC... Seashore, oh, for prices starting from three hundred and forty nine dollars for seven nights. Okay, which is incredible for that to be the starting price. A lot of times they have like their their packages where you can, you know, they add on the drinks, free
1: drinks and Wi Fi. Yeah,
0: for not much more. So I think that is at this time that is a crazy good deal. And the Seashore isn't a super old ship. I
1: mean, that's a cruise for two for under a thousand bucks. Easy. Yeah,
0: it's crazy for even seven days. Even with
1: taxes and fees and everything, it'll be right at a thousand bucks. Yep. If you get a bar, if you get your drinks, that's even a better deal.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that kind of makes me sad though. Why? Because we're going on the Seashore
0: <laughs> now. It's cheaper. So I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: feel I feel like we're <laughs> we falling into this cheapest getaway <laughs> classification.
0: I mean, we booked yacht club i don't know if that makes it any better i did
1: not get it for 300 (laughs) some dollars for seven days obviously that's that's like
0: interior room
1: that's okay for 300 some dollars
0: yeah for a cruise that's amazing
1: it's like a tenth of what we paid for (laughs) ours all right anything you wanted to add about why you
0: picked seashore it was just real cheap and like i said it's a newest ship like a newer ship so it's not like you're skimping out on the ship itself like you're not, like you said, it's not Margaritaville. Like it's a nice ship still for that price. It's And it's seven days.
1: Yeah, it's not their newest ship. The Seascape is
0: yeah, it's newer like the
1: than the seashore. Uh, but it's one of their newer ones that they have here in the Americas. So the reason my eyes perked up when you said MSC Uh-oh. is because I also picked MSC <laughs> for the cheapest getaway. Okay. Um, But I got gotcha. you. Uh-oh. I got two got yeah, 2. Yep, I got 2 because I thought you know, the one was just a 3-dayer. Uh-huh. Right. So people may say, "Well, of course it's cheap. It's only 3 days." But I found one that was 11 days. Oh. So I chose the MSC Divina offering 3-day sailings starting at $180 a person. <laughs> and I felt very confident picking the Divina because we've sailed on that ship And we had an incredible experience on board the MSC Divina. And when I referenced back earlier in the episodes about deals and getting cruises for under $1,000 per person, um, that's what I was talking about. When we sailed on the Divina for seven days, it was like 800. No, it was less than that. It was only like $600, I think. for The whole cruise. Really? For seven days.
0: It seemed like so much at the time. And we
1: didn't even know what the hell MSC was. No. We literally, because it was so cheap, I was like, fuck it. We're going, and we went. We went. We had a great cruise. And um, I think for, I, I would feel very confident. If I was a travel agent, somebody was like, I want to get away, but I don't want to die on the ship. I'd be like, go here, do this one.
0: Yeah, you probably won't die.
1: To top it off. Okay. My, my next one I found, even cheaper per day. At this point, I don't even know how they're sailing this ship <laughs> and making money. They're probably not making money, but They're that's their problem. Just floating around
0: online. out there.
1: MSC Meraviglia, okay, offering eleven day sailing, three hundred and eighty dollars. What now? Three hundred eighty dollars for eleven day sailing on board the MSC Meraviglia.
0: Oh my god,
1: that's a cheap getaway.
0: That's wild.
1: That's that's like thirty dollars a person a day. Oh, that's like one meal at.
0: I feel like you would lose. Carrabba's money if you didn't go on that cruise
1: and it was like uh new york new york new york to new york 11 days it went up the coast went out to bermuda
0: that's crazy so the moral of the story is msc is super cheap
1: yeah and, and i think <laughs> that's where they started at in the americas as they were the cheapest cruise line and, yeah. and it's nice to see that they're still holding true to that
0: yeah, they're definitely sticking to that. That's crazy.
1: And again, you're not going you're not going to have a, a Wonder of the Seas experience on MSC.
0: No, you have to set your expectations. But
1: you're not going to have Margaritaville experience and you're not going to have a Carnival experience. It's like some cruise like websites do star rankings. And I would say like MSC is like a half a star above Carnival.
0: Is it?
1: I don't know if it is. I'm just oh. saying in my opinion, like when I think in my mind like if I was to sit down and stack rank the cruise lines, the major cruise lines that we've sailed on, we've not sailed on Carnival and no way, shape or form would I put MSC below Carnival because you hear so many horrendous things about Carnival. I mean, shit. Getting a cocktail say, glass, smashing your face, 19 stitches.
0: Yeah. I haven't heard about that on a uh MSC. On an MSC
1: cruise. So yeah, that's uh, that wraps up Cheapest Getaways. Well then. Moving on to Child Free. This one... Was pretty easy, I think, for both of us. Yeah. But I'll let you take it because I, I think I may throw you for a loop.
0: I just put virgin. <laughs> just
1: anything. Anything <laughs> just virgin. Any
0: virgin ship. They're all the same, pretty much. Uh just pick one and go. <laughs> so
1: my honorable mention.
0: Okay. was vir- Any, any vir- virgin
1: voyage <laughs> ship. Because just by existing, they're child-free. Like that's yeah. their claim to fame. Yep. I and, but I thought I put some thought into this. Okay. Because Yes, Virgin Voyages is child free,
0: one hundred percent.
1: And even though the the grouping or terminology we're using is child free, I thought there's another cruise line out there that's we'll use the term childless. There's less children on they them. They don't
0: want children.
1: <laughs> so I actually selected the Celebrity Ascent. Okay. For child free or childless, gotcha.
0: because
1: yes, you get it on Virgin. But I think you're going to not even realize that there's kids on Celebrity. Yeah. That's the experience that we had when we were on board the Celebrity Beyond. And I picked the Ascent because it's their newest ship. Makes sense. Um, you're going to have a great experience. It's going to be a phenomenal cruise. I think there were like five kids on ours and the workers were complaining there's too many kids. Yeah. So that leads me to believe that in a typical sailing there are like even
0: less. no kids. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so I, I think it's safe to say I, I can't say it's child free. But I don't think you would notice that there's children on the cruise.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair.
1: Wrapping up for us today with our last category, it's going to be the hottest trends. If you are into the photos to put on Instagram or the TikTok videos to go viral or you just want to be on the newest, latest, greatest, most banging thing in the industry, the only ship that you could go on.
0: There's only one.
1: would be i'm
0: sure you put this too. the icon icon of the
1: seas (laughs) that is the only ship that falls in that bracket yeah everything else pales in comparison we're so excited for our sailing on icon of the sea later this year uh the only thing that we're not excited about is how long you gotta wait to get on it
0: yeah
1: it would be great to be on there i don't know right now (laughs) but we're not we're at home we're here but that's okay We've got some really fun cruises planned coming up.
0: I mean, if you really want to get, you know, really want to think about it, you can get excited about Starless Seas.
1: I mean, you could, but that's not this year. It's
0: not this year. That's next year. You can start this year getting excited but in preparation for next year. It doesn't meet
1: the criteria of.
0: I know. You could
1: book it this year. You could book it. Because our thing does say ships to book in 2024. Yeah.
0: And it's more so expensive it than Icon.
1: It is more expensive than Icon.
0: Maybe we should have put that for the YOLO. Just the star.
1: Anything Anything on on any icon (laughs) ship is gonna be the YOLO price. You could take every other every one of these other cruises we spoke about, other than the icon of the sea, you could do a cruise on every single one of these. Wait, not Virgin. Take Virgin Virgin. out. All the other categories. You could do those cruises and it still would probably be cheaper than Icon of the Seas. And
0: that's the wild thing, is like celebrity is like an elevated experience and it's less than icon and star. It's just wild.
1: Some crazy shit. Wait,
0: wild to think about.
1: So that wraps it up for us today. Uh Cruise News and Booze Happy Hour episode number 23. Again, these were our most recommended cruise ships that you should book in 2024 for the seven different vacationer categories we picked out there. I'm sure there's something we missed. If so, Uh, shoot us a, uh, comment or a, uh, message over on Instagram, letting us know that we missed something that you were excited for that we forgot to mention here. Um, if you are into cruising videos or you just want to see what we look like in person, (laughs) head on over to YouTube. That's where we put up, uh, videos every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday for you to check out cruising tips and tricks, uh, cruise reviews, our thoughts and opinions on these cruise ships, um cruise ships we've been on in the past it is probably the hottest thing on the internet right now i may be biased but i'm just gonna throw it out there and say that that (laughs) our youtube is the hottest thing on the internet right now and if you aren't checking it out you are definitely missing out you should yolo yourself right (laughs) over there
0: and thank you to everyone who has uh went to our instagram and sent us lovely comments or messages about listening to this podcast. We really appreciate it. We love the the good feedback. So uh, thank you for that.
1: We like the bad too. I like the bad. You don't like no, the bad, but I like the bad. Someone, <laughs> someone left a comment on one of our videos earlier this week that said that I need to, that I was deadpan staring into the camera and that I'm on a cruise that I should lighten up. And it's the reality. I was, it was, it was a challenging video. <laughs> Needless to say, it was later into the week and it was a, aggravating morning already because we were walking around for like two hours trying to find a spot to film the video and one of our lovely subscribers came over top and said no nah, man he's funny he's
0: that gonna- just looks
1: like five-day party face
0: and it was five-day party and it's exactly what it was. literally like it was literally on was day five
1: <laughs> that's ex- it was day five i was literally partied out we had drink so much and all i wanted to do in that moment was continue drinking <laughs> <laughs> i did not want to make that video so anyways, I appreciate you guys, the good, the bad, the indifferent. You're not going to always feel the same way we do about things. And that's okay. That's the cool thing about the cruise industry is there's something for everyone. Yeah. We do it our way.
0: You do it your way.
1: Yeah, you do it your way. And we'll all have fun.
0: So that wraps it up for us this week. And uh, we'll see you next time.
1: Cheers. Cheers.